0: Uh They call me jeans. I wear them. Jeans. Hi. Bam. Bam. Mommy, you've Mm. been watching entirely too much football this season. Mm.
1: You have been. I'm sorry.
0: No, you sit and you watch for hours and I don't get the love and the pets that I deserve.
1: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com mom. That's mintmobile.com mom. Cut your wireless bills to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This is um, a special edition of your mom's
2: house. You might have not put it together, but this is a, you're going to get a double dose of that mommy (laughs) this week. You're getting this on um, a very special day. This is uh, right before the election. This is our election Episode, um, but we'll 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 doubly plug. Where we're gonna be uh, coming up? Uh, where are you oh, gonna be, Jeans?
0: Shit, Jeans. Okay, so I just got a last minute edition. I'm going to be at the Chicago infra, Improv.
2: Improv. The, <laughs> that's the a new club.
0: The cousin of the Improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Improv, November eighth through eleventh, the Schomburg, Illinois, which is actually like called Chicago Improv. Right,
2: but it's outside of Chicago. It is outside.
0: It's a suburb.
2: I'm not confused if that's what you're asking.
0: <laughs> it's a suburb, and then. The next week, uh, I'm going to be. Oh, shit. I don't even remember where I'm. That's I how have you do a apply. cold medicine
2: yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah we're, we're working hard for you <laughs> I'm guys. Crazy. Man.
0: Oh, Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, oh, the following yeah. week, I will be in Hartford, Connecticut.
2: You got to say, uh, Fartford, say Hartford's what up to my boy, Maddie Stowe, when you're out there, okay? Oh, of course. He's going to pick you up. Um, I will be, let's see, this week, you guys can see me. Uh, I'm in the uh, Death Squad Ohio tour. I hope you're coming out. Dayton, Cincinnati, and Columbus. If you go to tomcigar. you go to the live shows. I have links to all the uh, the venues. It's it's small venues, so this is a very you know private, intimate kind of thing. And I got the great Red Band with me. Uh, Tony, what's, oh. what's his name? Oh hin- my god,
3: I just
0: hin- broke a box. Oh
2: shit! <laughs> what's Tony's last name? Hinge- Hinchcliffe.
0: Hinchcliffe.
2: Hinchcliffe. And then Hinchcliffe. in Columbus, the Hinchcliffe. great Hinchcliffe. Doug Benson will join us. So. That's a good that show. should be yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. And um
0: people can be so close to you, they can hear your your guts gurgling the way I can hear you. Yeah, now. we
2: gurgle all the time.
0: Yeah.
2: Um and then I'll also be uh jeans up. <laughs> um, where <laughs> Ain't will I be? Nobody oh, jeans
0: in I'm gonna be
2: in Madison, Mad Town, Madison Comedy Club on State Street, November 15, 16, 17. And I just got added, people have been always asking me. Northern California. I'm coming to San Francisco. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right before Christmas, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Um, so that's if fun. you're staying in San Francisco for the holidays, come see your boy at Cobb's 21st through 23rd. I think I'm going to be up there with Chris Porter, who's a, a friend of ours, and that should be a lot of fun.
0: I might come with you and do guest spots.
2: Uh-oh, did you just hear that? <laughs> uh, are you are you ready to start the show? I'm, this is
0: so exciting. Let's do it, Mommy. This is the
2: mother of a show here. <laughs>
4: Hello, citizens. This is BasilMarceau.com. I'm your Republican candidate, for <laughs> governor of Tennessee. I want you to put me in this building, the Capitol behind me here, so
2: I can do my issues. Hmm.
5: This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone loving to this.
6: Your mama in the fucking sand! Well,
7: well, Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura and Christina Christina. Christina.
6: Christina. Bajitzi. Welcome to your mom's house.
0: That was the Tennessee guy.
2: Yeah, man.
0: Not doing a lot to stop those negative stereotypes about
2: toothless Tennessee guys, huh? Guy's incredible. That's Basil Marceau. I would oh. I would never found a I, I mean, it was a pretty popular clip, but I just got I finished <laughs> and it's airing now. This uh, this web show I did for Comedy Central that Kyle Kinane is hosting oh. called Thirty Seconds Over Washington. And if you go to the um, if you just if you just Google Thirty Seconds Over Washington, just Google it, Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Google it. Or you go to the Indecision page on um, Comedy Central. You look it up. It's everywhere now. It was in USA Today. Oh, get uh, out! Yeah, so it's, it actually blew up a little bit. Oh,
0: that's awesome.
2: So I worked on that shit for months.
0: I know it was
2: and, a long uh, project.
0: You were, you were writing on that we were in Africa.
2: Yeah, and I was also writing in it on it about a month and a half before we left to Africa, oh, no. and for about a month and a half after Africa. But it was um it was a lot of fun, and it's really funny. And it's basically we pull uh, all types of campaign ads from the last 30 years, Mm -hmm. 40 years, 50 years. And including, you know, all the stuff going on now, Kyle hosts it and he's phenomenal. And Bridenstine, Mike Bridenstine also wrote on it. And, uh, it was really funny. And that was one of the I mean, we used an extended version of that clip, but the guy's ridiculous and it's just a funny show.
0: Oh, I remember when you were pulling clips oh, and I'd walk in, you're like, You have to
2: see this. this Everyone was...
0: is crazier than the one before it. They're great.
2: Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Um please check that out if you if you can and um, you know, leave a comment. It'd be fun. Um this is our special, you know, changing of the guard possibly. This is the presidential election episode of your mom's house. Who is more in tune with what's going on <laughs> in politics than your two mothers?
0: Yes, of course. I, I follow it. I'm I'm a rabid You're political an absolute
2: fanatic. CNNer. <laughs> you love it. There's Not Candy really. Crowley, there's the other lady, and then there's
5: you.
0: <laughs> I know so little about politics and in all honesty. I'm I cuz I know who I'm going to vote for. I know what's what's on my agenda. I
2: know where I'm at. And I feel like I think most people are like actually most people are like that.
6: Don't you well, think?
0: Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know what most people. I, all I know is that I feel like I don't even know what information is real and like you can't even watch you don't even know what the, the facts are because Fox News reports it one way, CNN reports it another way. I just feel like it's all smoke and mirrors, Tommy.
2: I hear you. Does it make you cynical, too, about that <sighs> world?
0: It does a little bit. Yeah, because I feel like it's all the same except with different people, different players.
2: But then it's hard to not be that. You know, It's hard to not be like, this is all bullshit. I, mean, I know. Uh, but here's what I mean when I say that I think most people are like that. Most people, you realize that all the campaigning that you see, everything, the ads and all that, that's not for the, let's say, the pool of voters. That's for the 6 7% who could be swayed. That's who decides right, elections. Right. Because most people are like you, and they're like me, and they're like everybody. Most people. Right, like,
0: I got it. I know what I'm for. Most people are I like, it, I'm yeah. this,
2: or I'm that. And then there's that 6 7% that'll be like, you know, I'm going to switch. I'm going to go this way or that way. That's who it's for, isn't that crazy? When think you think about all that money is spent for that percentage.
0: Yeah, it is, but it's also kind of awesome, and it's really awesome when people uh, take life by the balls and mm. they pull really hard mm-hmm. and they decide to run for president as uh, as the first person that we're going to bring out yeah. to be interviewed is. But uh, but
2: you know what else happens when you pull life by the balls? What's that? You move from one house oh. to another.
0: Before we get there, yeah, yeah we are not even well, there. Well, here's the a, a reason I, I say that, just because I don't want to be cynical. And after talking to that person who we're going to bring up today, we
2: have, we have one of the, we have for real in, in a few moments, in a few minutes, we have one of the presidential right. candidates on the show.
0: Yeah. And, and this and is not a joke. No, this isn't, this is for reals. And after talking to this person, I realize that my cynicism is fucking lame. Why am yeah. I so cynical? Why you know? shouldn't I try? Why shouldn't I care? Because I care about issues and I talk about them it's on stage. It's also
2: easy to be cynical, right?
0: It's easier, it's lazier mm-hmm. um to just not give a shit and it's harder to try.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: But anyways, I feel, you know what it is? I feel defeated because mm. we've spent the last week in moving hell, past. We're both
2: beat down <laughs> literally figuratively. <laughs> like I on the episode you heard last week, I was like, and yeah. I was barely getting through it. I'm kind of coming to the end of it. You now have it.
0: Now I have your AIDS.
2: You have my AIDS. We also are physically and mentally drained from just the, you know, the if you've moved, you know what it's like. And this was a, a big move for us as, you know. Moving truck, hiring movers and you know, all the bullshit that goes involved and transfer I haven't even transferred half the shit I need to transfer. No. Um we
0: just came here yesterday. We just moved. We got in here
2: yet and we we're in a room, we're surrounded by boxes. <laughs>
0: it's all it and smells course, like box you know that box prior,
2: smell. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and priority number one was unpack. Remember like yes. how much we were like, the podcast shit goes in oh. the car, not in the moving truck no. and we set it up first thing. Um and, uh, yeah, it was just... Yeah, we
0: haven't even set up our bed properly. I know, But the man. podcast, first and foremost... Yeah. You know what's fucking really crazy is... Because we haven't... We, we packed up the kitchen a couple of days ago. We've just been eating out of restaurants just in the last three or four days yeah. now. I've already gained, I would say, like, seven pounds just eating out of the house. I know. <laughs> just eating, like, tacos, barites, Just restaurants. Restaurant, restaurant food. after restaurant, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Fucking fatter than ever. I feel like shit.
2: Can I tell you what I'm happy about? What's that, jeans? This morning I feel like I got my dick back. <gasps> right. I had a real dick scare the other the other day when we moved. You, you've never had that before. So here's what happened. I'm <laughs> standing in the house, <laughs> and uh, the movers come in, and then I I I go you know I go take a leak, mm. and I notice walking around that my peener mm-hmm. is really in withdrawal. In other words, it's not just hanging low. Hmm. I mean, hanging high, tiny.
6: Hmm.
2: It the head is retracting into my body, where it looks like Hmm. I'm uncircumcised, Hmm. and it's it's like shriveling. Like I almost feel like somebody put a spell on it, and I get scared, (laughs) and I keep pulling the sheath around the side and making the head pop out because it makes me feel better. No, the head's out, and it keeps going back in. I pulled you to the side, and I said, hey, I think my dong's shrinking.
0: Right, but you and I said, well, let me see it. We were right. in the kitchen, and the movers were moving in the living room, and yeah. you refused to show me. You I even, didn't want to
2: show you. you I said, felt shameful.
0: I, I can't show this to you right now. It
2: was really, it was a new level of, like, you know, there's like, every guy knows, like, oh, I'd like a little more juice in this right now. You know, you fluff it, you give it the old, like, <laughs> you give it a couple smacks, and it grows a little bit. Right. This was levels Smaller than that, where it was like something's going on.
0: Like a baby peener?
2: It looked like a like a small, not quite a baby peener. It looked like a wow. fetal peener. So I got nervous. But then we were talking about it later.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, you had a good theory. I think you're right. I think...
0: It's fight my, or flight.
2: It was fight or flight, and here's why. There was four strange men in my home,
6: mm-hmm.
2: and my wife was around, and it was caveman shit where my brain was telling my dong, mm-hmm. "This is look, you're always thinking about this stuff. This is not the time. Right. And it was straight, and it was like, you need to protect your home and protect and your, your woman wife. And yep. your woman
0: and your property. I think that was a primal, exactly. And I was
2: doing all
7: kinds, like, y- yes, of running, you were falling. watching
0: the cave opening yep. to make sure that animals don't come in and take your woman and your property and your land. Yeah. You were managing the other alpha males mm-hmm. in, in, in the pack and the tribe. Yep. And your body said to you, hey, dummy, now is not the time for boners. Right, we're shutting down the boner factory, and you're gonna not think about your dick for maybe a whole day. How's that feel? Yeah. And but you didn't. You didn't think about your genitals for.
2: Well, what I th- you did. Now I thought about. But you're right. I didn't have. Cock thoughts. Cock thoughts, right. right you weren't right.
0: thinking, who can I shove this in now? Whose mouth will accept my penis? Right. Where can I put this? Your constant thought pattern, yeah. right? I'm assuming it's nonstop for you.
2: Right, right. Where
0: can I put my dick? Where, right. where, where?
2: Right. Hmm. And, then, and you and you actually, because I was like, Is something wrong? you're like, no, stupid. Yeah. Here's what's going on. And then a great thing happened about five or six this morning. I got up, I go to the bathroom <laughs> I get, I take a leak, and I go. I got my dick back. Oh, I'm so happy. It, it was out of its scared state, and then I was just having just crazy cock thoughts.
0: What can you share? I mean, I, I know just was you don't like, to share with your I was wife.
2: Fired up, but I mean, I just was like ready to. I mean, I knew you were like, oh, I'm sick, so I couldn't like wake okay. you up but i just want well,
0: I, I appreciate it. first of all thank you for for not waking me up while i was feeling ill yeah 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 to penetrate me that was uh, really considerate of you
2: but i just feel like you know i just kind of need something hmm. if you don't mind someone or some you know a couple people <laughs> to just like a like a come dog you know like a mm-hmm. something to to just be there and come to, here
0: come dog yeah <laughs> and then
2: and then, they, oh, 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 oh.
0: but not an actual dog. A, no, no, a person. A person. But right. I'm
2: nicknaming the person, you know, a cum dog. A cum dog, yeah. Okay. that that's like their,
0: do you know what I mean? Like yes. somebody like uh, yes.
2: everybody has, like, you know, there's different services, different service industries. This is somebody who's just like there. A, to,
0: it's like a foot massage for your peener.
2: Right. That's called a foot job.
0: And oh, okay. And we could hire m- maybe some third world person. Yeah. Well, uh, we could keep them in our home in a small room.
2: Can we put a maybe put a um, a call out to our listeners if you want to sign. <laughs> say- <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, if anybody
2: uh, wants to uh, oh. sign up to be my cum dog,
0: oh, um,
2: I'll give you a poster. <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: <A> free- <laughs> wow. A uh, poster. We got to
2: figure out some way to give away. I have a cool poster to give away. Oh, yeah. It's a big poster and we can both sign it and it's massive.
0: Okay, well, let's we have to think of something for yeah, these people to do, though. I know. You can't just give away a life-size Tom Segura poster. It's a
2: huge poster. I don't know what come to do. Dog.
0: Can I tell you that, the, you know what's so funny is that the thought of you having a sexual servant. It's not like when I'm feeling like I am right now and I'm just out miserable. It appeals to you, doesn't it? Well, because I'm like, you know what, what's the big deal? Yeah. Someone's gonna service my husband so I don't have to right now. I don't feel good. Yeah. No harm, no foul. She's not she's not gonna produce her offspring. No. That's my job. Right. I'm the bottom bitch.
2: Right. You're the vessel. And, uh,
0: I'm the vessel through which your child will come into the world eventually one day. Sure.
2: It's just a come dog.
0: It's just a filthy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and look, I'll put her on a leash. I'll walk her around. I'll feed her. Yeah. And then out back I go go. I got something out back and you know what that means. <laughs> And then a few minutes later, I come back and I go, "Uh, all the plants are trimmed. And, you know, you know (laughs) what happened. it's implicit.
0: Now, do I get to have a cum dog, a Puerto Rican boy? You don't want a cum dog. How do you know that? Because
2: I know you. How do
0: you know I don't have needs for a a Puerto Rican pool boy?
2: Because there's no, the the thing about being a woman is that not (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) Let me hear this magic, yeah. The guys want
2: to be milked 24-7. Mm-hmm. And we, we even, we pull back sometimes. I pull back all the time, you know, saying what I want.
6: Okay. And that's
2: why the come dog comes in play, and that's a good thing to have. But as a woman, you, are, is there really times where you're like, I wish I could ask Tom to bang one out, but I just can't. <laughs> no, there's not, so you don't there, need
0: one. But there's times when you're on the road, you're going to be out on the road now for the next week, and I'm all alone.
2: Touche, my friend.
0: In this ha- new home. Full of boxes. They're so heavy. I can't. cannot lift. I can't lift all these boxes. I need a Puerto Rican guy to lift it oh, for man. me. The
2: problem is though is You can't trust dudes. That's the, that's the problem with getting you. See, a See, so it's not me
0: though. that's the problem. It's dudes.
2: Dudes. Dudes are the problem. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No. It's true. You can't because you, you. I can get you a female come dog. She can. Uh, you can just squat the, on her boxes, or she can squat I on your box know. or something like that.
0: But then the problem, you know, we'd fight all the time. Broads are. But it's not, your,
2: it's not your significant other. It's just a cum dog. It's just out there. <laughs> we, you know what? We can share the same cum dog. How about that?
0: I, I don't want to share your cum dog. What? She's out back. She's I tied get... up.
2: She's tied up <laughs> to the yard post. Just go I'm back there. I'm not sharing a cum dog. You go back it. there. You sit on her face. <laughs> no. And then you come back to the house.
6: Babe. Just... <laughs> <laughs>
2: and this is our special Terrible. presidential edition. <laughs>
1: All right, Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece You can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off. With the code YOURMOM, Y O U R M O M, at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. All right. Now, Jeans,
2: why oh don't you introduce gosh. our special, special. Um, <laughs> Actual guest? presidential candidate?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about how this came about let's uh, do it. it. It's a long story, but here's the short of it. Uh, we do absentee ballots because we travel so much, and I was filling out my absentee ballot. And I was like, holy motherfuck, Roseanne Barr is on this. And um on the
2: actual, on the actual real ballot. <laughs> not like when people are like, not a newspaper article right. like, here's people running for president.
0: Right. This it's is like real.
2: the ballot that you're filling out. <laughs> this is a real candidate now.
0: Right. And also most people think, and I had known that she was running, you know, and but you think like, oh, a comedian running for president. How funny and cool is that? And yeah. then you think it's a joke, but she's been at this for like fourteen months, and then to see the ballot, you're like, oh my god this is this is like legit. she's really doing this, oh
2: yeah, yeah,
0: um so i uh hold on. you don't
2: make it to the ballot with just like, "I'd like to do this." It's, it's, you know what I mean?
0: It's so hard. It's so yeah. hard to become a presidential oh, yeah. candidate. She filled out all this paperwork and did all this hard work. And um, so anyway.
2: She filled out all this look,
0: paperwork. No, no. I'm sorry. That so stupid. Yeah. No, Kate, okay, here's why I say that. Oh, wait. I'm no, the... wait. I'm sorry. I'm
2: so retarded. Today. She got a mortgage. You know, she filled
6: out all the paperwork.
0: You got to pick up a pencil and you got to sharpen it. No, no. here's how I meant to say that because I know um, – First of all, let me back it up. I'm friends with the family. I grew up with uh, Roseanne's daughter. We've been best friends since we were like 12 years old. Yeah. So I knew about this whole thing for a while. But you know when someone tells you like, oh, you know, my Aunt Sheila's running for president. You're like, yeah, sure she is. Crazy Aunt Sheila just running, you know. Uh, so her assistant, Becky, was like, you wouldn't believe how how much paperwork it is to nominate someone to become a candidate for the presidency. I can And she was imagine. sitting down telling me like the amount of paperwork you have to do and I was like oh it sounds like the worst thing ever so that's why I said it's a lot of paperwork cuz I, I remember her telling me
2: about yeah it, yeah yeah
0: the amount of paperwork so anyways we got a hold of Roseanne, and she agreed to to have an interview with me and talk about so, talk about her candidacy for president.
2: And look, we're going to stop this at certain points, but we thought this is an actual, this is a real presidential candidate, and it's it's pretty cool that she agreed to come on your mom's house. <laughs> and um, so Why we're we're going to play know. the interview uh, in full, and you know, just kind of go throughout it. and, and Right.
0: And just so you know, like I totally expected it to be way more like lighthearted and funny. And I was kind of startled because she was so legit. Like if I was. Because
2: you forgot you're talking like in this candidate. case, she's a real presidential candidate. Yeah. No, I, I don't blame I, you. I
0: know her as as her and not as this. So I was a little like, oh my gosh, this is real. Yeah. And she's so passionate and so yeah, well-spoken yeah. and articulate about she's it. She's really into this, man. And this is I'm no joke. just a bag of dope. As yeah. usual. All right. So
2: Well, here is uh, Roseanne Barr and Christina uh, talking about her run for the presidency. And that's <laughs> not it. <laughs>
7: uh, we're, we're running on fumes.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're pretty worn down, guys.
7: Well, let's say it again.
2: There's Christina not knowing how to... Oh, use
0: that's me asking because the recording says... This calls is being recorded. I didn't know if Roseanne heard it oh, and, when and she the, picks up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a fucking newbie
7: hello hi it's christina hi christina how are you <laughs> how doing are you? good how are good. You? Thank you good good Where are you in hawaii or are you in LA? no i'm in la oh okay yeah thank you um for doing this this call's being recorded just so you know yeah i just gathered that when it said this call's being <laughs> recorded <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking
7: asshole. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm calling you because I got my ballot in the mail, my absentee ballot, and I was like, "Holy shit, Roseanne's on this," which is crazy for many did reasons. Did not know. Um, I thought you knew. I did know, but I didn't really. You know how it doesn't sink in until you see it in writing, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is real," and. I mean, people know you as a Canadian, but I also know you in real life. So this is like a double whammy. This is so crazy. How did this come about?
3: Well, after a lot a lot of work, about 14 months of, like, really pushing, getting, um, you know, filling out a lot of papers, going to commissions, going to the state. Paperwork. Like doing a lot of work.
6: There you go. And uh, Told having you. a lot of
3: people do the work for me and around me. Getting vetted. You know, t- tons of yeah. work. What it takes to get on the ballot is... Uh, kind of the point of why I did it. it, it it's arduous and uh, you've got to um, know the right people and you have to push the right buttons and all that stuff. It's it's pretty much set up to keep anybody like me from getting on, but yet I had such uh, smart people on my team that I was able to get, do it. Yeah, but so, it's so,
7: I love it. I think it's so great because if it's one thing I love, it's sticking it to the man and doing it your way, and that's so, so what? why now? Like, why go into politics
3: now? What, what prompted you? Um, well, I've always been, like, peripherally um, involved and uh, interested in it, and um, just, just, you know, it increased over the years, um, particularly when I, uh, I've always been really afraid of Romney. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. So I've always been <laughs> horrified of Romney, and um, I kind of made a vow that if Romney Horrifying. was anywhere near the ballot, I was going to be right next to
2: him. I love when somebody, um, a lot of times people make these vows in 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 life, just <laughs> with situations like they'll be like, oh, you know, if, if Obama gets reelected, I'm moving to Canada, right, and shit like right. that. But I love that she really, <laughs> she took one of those kind of throwaway, sentences that you would come up with and she went full like she was like if romney runs for president or if he gets i'm running for i'm gonna be right next to him that's how much i hate somebody
0: oh it's so it's so awesome i I really do respect that a lot and uh she just over up in a major way and was like i don't like this guy so much
2: yeah i'm gonna
0: gonna do it i'm gonna run for president
2: more than anything to get to (laughs) where she is right now that's just a lot of work like See, get,
0: didn't she say paperwork?
2: And you know what? I take back everything I said. <laughs> it's paperwork. About paperwork, because this is mostly about paperwork.
0: It is about it. No one likes comedians, especially. Don't like paperwork. Comedians are me.
2: lazy. That's Not Roseanne, man. No, no, no.
0: Except for all
2: comedians are lazy. Even <laughs> Roseanne. like we are inherently lazy. Absolutely, every comedian is lazy. That's what makes this that much more, you know, impressive as a task. Ugh. 'Cause we don't like to do stuff.
0: But isn't it a trip to hear her talking like so official right now? You're like,
2: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Like,
0: this is the same person
3: who's so funny and Yeah. And uh so that's kinda what pushed me. Because that guy is uh you know, he's just somebody I want to oppose. I, I don't like any of his policies, I, I don't like him, I don't like the people who I I don't like uh what the people who support him stand for and say. So you know, I just want to get in his face. I love it. I and love also it. because I, I, I-, I, and also honestly because I've given a lot of thought to um, problems in our country, and I, you know, instead of doing what other people in America do, which is just to sit on their ass and blame other people, I decided to confront it straight on and actually come up with solutions out of my own mind not a book not a playbook not a republican or or democratic uh you know um guru um i i made up my own solutions i did a lot of research and i did a lot of reading and i feel like i am unique uniquely qualified to sit uh in in the oval office more than any other candidate on the ballot seriously because i've figured out how to fix all of the problems uh, our country and largely the world faces and if you want to read about those you can go to my website com, all of my ideas all of my speeches all of my platform uh all of my history is there and also another one Roseanne for president 2012.org
2: well, you know, she does also have the quality that anybody that runs for president has to have. And this means, I mean, across the board, hmm. especially the like people that get far in it. You have to have tremendous faith in yourself. Oh, yeah. And you have to have a tremendous ego to, you do, to run for, to be, to be president. To, just to have the aspiration to get there. Right. You know? I, I and mean, to, make, to
0: be a performer, you have to have an ego. Of course. Uh, to lead a nation. Uh, and Well, the world. <laughs> it's... Right. It's a I lot mean, of responsibility. This,
2: I that's not a, a jab. Like, that's what, I mean, Obama, our current president, has said this in interviews, like, yeah, you know, I have a huge ego. Like, it's not, a, it's not like a surprise to say that if you run for president, you have a huge ego, you know?
0: Right, but I think she also has a pretty good sense of responsibility. It's not just, like, a mindless, like, power-hungry
2: thing. She I don't really think cares. I'm just saying that you have to really, like to make claims like, I can solve the world's problems, you know, <laughs> I love that's it. pretty like, extreme, it. right? I love it.
3: Um, that also has all of my positions, all of my writing, all of my speeches, and, uh, and all of my solutions. So, if anybody's truly interested in uh, investigating what I stand for and why I'm running and uh, what I'm saying, they might want to do that since I did make it to the ballot. They might want to be interested in
2: I'm totally curious now. By the way, to read all this stuff,
3: I
0: did today. It was pretty great. It's great.
2: What all her? What yeah. she's doing? I, I'm totally you, curious. You got to look at. There's a and PDF. I know nothing about it. There's
0: a PDF. It shows how she had to submit uh, for this. Like all the all the paperwork we're <laughs> talking about. All the paperwork, and you man. can you can read in great detail her positions.
2: I want to know what her positions are on things. I absolutely do.
7: She'll tell you a little bit about uh, what I represent and who I represent for. Yeah, I agree. That Mitt Romney is um, a real demon seed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Have you heard what um, that awesome Richard Murdoch just said about rape? Uh, well, I just you know hear the, more the increasingly
3: more ridiculous stuff that that uh, the Republicans say every every single day. So, what was the latest thing that you're talking about? <laughs>
7: um, so, Richard Murdoch. He's the, um, the Indiana Senate candidate, and he mm-hmm. said, "This is his quote about rape: even when life begins in that horrible situation of rape, that is something that God intended to
3: happen." Oh yeah, I've heard that um. one. I, I just, just want amazing? people to know if they go to my website to also read that there, in thirty-one states, another another fact is there are thirty-one states where if you are impregnated by rape, you're rapist. Can, uh, if you if you are unable to have an abortion, which you know, that's what the Republicans want, um, then your rapist can co-parent the child that you (sighs) carry.
2: This is so crazy. Uh, This is so insane that that is a reality. I cannot get over. I wonder what state she's talking
0: about. It's got to be some thirty-one. That's oh shit! I thirty-one states. I was so shocked by the other part. I didn't even hear the number yeah. when she said that to me. I'm like, that is bananas.
3: Oh. In thirty-one states, the rapist has rights to uh, the child. So you might want to take a look at that oh. too. And of course, nobody talks about that either. But that's also um, on my page and. Uh, just Google it if you don't believe
6: me. Hey, there you 31 go. 31
3: states. Oh gosh, Google she Googles it.
2: Google it too, man.
3: Mm-hmm. If a woman's raped and unable That's to get an abortion, a then stat. you have to go to court with your rapist so they can have visitation for the for the uh, child that you birth by oh. force in this free United States of America, the land of the free.
2: Whoa, mm-hmm. man. Mm. Whoa.
0: Can I tell you, though? Because, you know, when I was doing this interview, Like I didn't really I get to listen to it now. Mm hmm. And I really admire Roseanne's of a different generation. She's of like the sixties and the seventies of like these people that actually
2: gave a shit generation. You can hear that she is um passionate.
0: Right, like our parents. I, belie- I are believe at that her too. passion. Yeah. Right. And I miss that. I don't feel like we get that. I don't think our people our age give a shit as much as people her age. There's more
2: apathy in...
0: People in, like me. They're like, I don't know. I don't cynical. fucking get it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know anything. Yeah, there's a lot of cynicism. Yeah. I got to change. She's inspiring me.
2: Yeah? Yeah. That's good.
0: Yeah.
7: Let's
2: see what else she has to say. This is presidential candidate
7: Roseanne Barr. It's Unbelievable.
3: It is, but it is believable, and people should start believing it instead of shaking their heads and saying, this is unbelievable. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not unbelievable at all. It's reality. Mm
7: -hmm. Yes, it is, and it's very scary, and I'm glad that you're running and actively doing something about it as opposed to just sitting around and hating it like I do. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Um, Well, you
7: know, that's what
3: women are trained for is to just, sit back and be victims and complain, but that's I not me. I, I've never been that way, and I, I never will be that way. And, uh, you know, and uh, I really uh, advise other women to not continue to be that way either.
6: Mm-hmm. Even yeah. you, Christine. No, yeah. always... you're,
3: you're not that way, Christine. Yes. You're you're out there doing no. things, and you're a comic, and comic is a, you know, pretty much a holy <laughs> It's a holy mission, and I've seen your your comedy, and you know you're taking it right to the edge, and um, I'm proud of you for that. So don't don't put yourself down. You are being political. Aww, you hard. are being active. You are speaking out. You are staying aware, and you know you're you're doing what you need to do.
2: I mean,
0: how so, great is that? Approval. I don't just, you love I, it? I need maternal approval so bad.
2: That's so nice that Roseanne Barr said that. She's a nice lady, I really You got, like a, her. You got a plug from one of the <laughs> one of the greats right there, man. I know. It's pretty what's nice.
0: Mean? You know what's so sad though? Like my own mom and I don't get along very well. Like I seriously, like to have a maternal yeah. person approve of me, I'm like, oh like when she said that today, I was like, Oh yeah, thanks,
2: Mom. Yeah. It <laughs>
0: so sick I am in
7: my head.
2: You're not sick. It's not sick. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. sweet.
7: Yeah. Well, I mean it's coming from you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Because I do think, I think that women now are, I agree with you, it's way more apathetic. And to me, it seems the culture is getting way more superficial and dumber uh, than it was, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Like, I watch TV now, and the sitcoms are just so fucking depressing and sad. And it's all about, I don't know, it's all about bullshit. I don't see anything, I mean, how do you feel? You had a show that changed everything, and now it just seems like it's all bullshit. Why is that? Because it is all bullshit. <laughs> 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 That's why it seems that way,
6: because it is. I love,
2: I love, there's one quality I just love in people. I don't care who you are, what walk of life. I love that directness in people. I love it. I do, too. And they just go like, because it I is too. bullshit. I can, I can listen to, I can sit down and listen to that person talk all day.
0: Do you think that Mitt Romney would ever say that in, a, in an
2: interview? Ah, uh, 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 soy Mitt Romney, no, <laughs>
0: or or Obama even, yeah, because it is bullshit. I, I mean, that's know. pretty fucking cool.
2: Um, yeah, I, it's just like that's that that kind of stuff just appeals to no end to me to have that that type of. You know, me too. You just just don't see that. Yeah, it is. It really is, man.
0: Because you know what? But you know what's fucked up, Tommy? Is that we're so not used to hearing people give their real opinion and be honest Mm -hmm. that when somebody does it, it's it's a revolutionary thing. Yeah, and it shouldn't be that way. I don't know why Americans balk at, at just saying what they think, what they really think and feel. They do, and I don't know why it's so shocking that someone will say, "Hey, that's fucking bullshit." It's really pathetic.
2: I feel like most people want what we're talking about. We want truth. Like most people want that, but then there's this group of people who are like, "No, put this veil over it. Like, right. don't be direct with people."
0: But do not you think our listeners? I think our listeners. Dig our it. listeners
2: are a hundred percent down with speaking the truth. Of, of course, yeah, man. man. Not, and not with a, like a particular candidate. I'm saying no, we're just right. being fucking honest. Keeps about it you. keeping it real. Keeps it
5: real, man. <laughs> Shit. Who my bitch, nigga. <laughs> Buy your own damn fries. Now, you know that guy ain't shit. Sorry-ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. There are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. I mean, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all. That was Obama? <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: That was... Uh, oh, shit, I lost my place in our interview. <laughs> fair fact. Well, you know. I really wish Obama would say that.
7: So. Something about it as opposed to just sitting around and oh, hating later. it. And, you know, you're taking it right to the end. You know, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Like, I watch TV now, and it sitcoms are just so fucking depressing and sad, and it's all about, I don't know, it's all about bullshit. I don't see anything, I mean, how do you feel? You had a show that changed everything, and now it just seems like it's all bullshit. Why is that?
6: Because
7: it is all bullshit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's why it seems that way, because it is.
6: <laughs>
3: Give yourself enough. permission to uh, step, step over the line, man. Step over there yeah yeah it is all bullshit. Every fucking bit of it. every goddamn last bit of it is nothing but bullshit <laughs> <laughs> and that's why
7: you should be our president. that is why, <laughs> and not I just that not I just agree. that I
3: have the guts to to tell the truth and to fearlessly look into the face of it, but also more than that, I think is that I am the only candidate who a writes their own speeches and b. <laughs> thinks for themselves, and, and C, has actually invented actual solutions to problems. And I'd like to run them down for you since we are talking about that. Give yeah. it to here, us. Here are my that. solutions.
6: Yeah. Here
3: are my solutions and the things I would do if, uh, on, you know, if elected president of the United States. I would kick up the Federal Reserve exactly. That would be my first thing to do exactly as Iceland did. Um, And that would cause an immediate economic recovery in this country, as it did in Iceland, because we would no longer go by fiat currency. We would move instead to the gold standard, much like uh, Iceland did and like Putin, like Putin wants to do, which is the reason we want to go to war in Iran. So this is just currency wars. People mistakenly call it oil wars, but it's about currency. And uh, currency is all about the Federal Reserve and the International Monetary Fund. And you should read about that because that's what determines um, how many people are going to starve to death this year. And, you know, for business reasons, of course, for profit. And I'm for getting rid of that entire obsolete patriarchal system. And replacing it with a system that actually works for human beings, not not just for a very few at the expense of the many, but for all. And, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve would have to go, and I would also make sure that, it, it, you know, to take it to the United Nations, that we would also at this time in this new century be done with slavery in any form, and also with usury, which again ties into the Federal Reserve and the IMF and uh, a fiat currency. We, we would no longer be dependent on the, on it, uh, enslaving human beings to make a profit.
0: But you know what I think she's referring to, because uh, usury, I had to look it up, it's when you can't pay back a debt. So, for instance, on her website it talks about like uh, student loan debt, which right now in 2010, she said in 2010... I think the average person graduates from undergrad with like twenty five thousand dollars of that's debt.
2: Surprisingly okay. low. I would think it's more than that even. Oh,
0: because that's about what I graduated with. I think I graduated undergrad with eighteen thousand. Two weeks in law school cost me six thousand dollars. Crazy. Yeah, uh, a two week mistake. Uh so I think it's oh, she wants to abolish that, that debt. Like forgive the debt. Forgive the debt? Student loan debt.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, why not? You can't start a life. You know how hard you know how hard it is you start your life as a twenty year old. Yeah, but kid think about that
2: uh, business a business proposal right there. Just forgive student loans. Hey man, it's Roseanne's world. I know. I'm just saying. I I I think that's. Not, I, I don't agree.
0: Well, there's got to be a way, right? There's some solution.
2: Well, yeah, I don't think forgiving student loan debt is it. I, I mean, think you think it is, and then and just then, let all people that owe money
0: let them go. No, and what? then and then free keggers for
2: everybody. That's the point. Oh, keggers! Yeah, that is a good idea. You should be on her. Uh, in her <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: Maybe I can help her with her economic policy. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have a
2: firm grasp of all of this. Should we? Sorry, yeah. No, know. no. I just didn't know. Do you want to keep playing this? Um.
0: I mean, let her finish out her policy. I want. People yeah, I think. To so. I mean, what you know, what look. This for. is a,
2: this is not our usual interview, but it's a pretty unique circumstance. Yeah, it's pretty. This cool. is a bonus episode, right? And this is an yeah. extra episode. I think it's pretty unique to have the actual presidential candidate who is also a world-famous comedian, talking to you about their you position. Know.
0: Well let her, yeah. let's
2: hear what else she has to say.:
3: That's not the way the world should be anymore. We're smarter than that. And uh, you know so uh, I think that it's time for that. Uh, time for peace and solutions, it's time for a green economy. Time for like people to invest in America and actually invest in food and things that are going to help us put food into the mouths of the hungry people. If indeed we can put satellites all over the earth and on every planet, we can figure that out and we should. Otherwise we're just lemmings. And I'm against lemming rule and I'm against lemming thought and, uh, that seems to be exactly where, where we're at. The other thing I would do is to nationalize Monsanto before another country does it because it's an international, uh, uh, corporation and another country such as Iceland or Spain or one of these others who want to, you know, move off of, of our econo- of our petrodollar system. Another country will definitely uh nationalized that all having to do with monsanto i'd like to see the united states do it because united states built a middle class by agriculture after world war ii um uh, farmland and, and growing uh food for the world we were the breadbasket of the world i'd like to see us return our economy to that and that means to the, to the uh,
2: i like that i like Amen. nationalizing monsanto definitely I think that's a fantastic position
3: well too and the, this
0: you said we used to have a pretty healthy middle class yeah and it doesn't exist
6: anymore the
3: offices of the small family farms rather than huge mm. international farming which is just basically inventing plastics for people to eat and and cause cancer where they where the same people then get a payoff for cancer treatment so you know it's like Consolidating everything into fewer and fewer hands means that somebody like Romney owns insurance companies, and with that money he uh, you know gets payoffs when when uh, people get cancer and when they have cancer to treatment, he gets payoffs by keeping the drug wars going every time a teenager is arrested and put in prison and Romney. Uh, conglomerates make money there too when when they're locked up when they're put in prison when they are used as a manufacturing base for for American labor which is what it is now because ninety percent of the house paint manufactured in the United States of America this time is manufactured by prison labor and how they keep those prisons full is how this economy runs as well as how many people we kill in Iraq or Afghanistan or Syria or any place else we're going that that's a Dollar in Romney's pocket. Um, I do think it's uh, about as evil as it ever has been, and it continues to threaten to get even more more evil, and at the expense of the civil rights of and individual rights, and uh, everything that America was about. You know, is oh, gone, okay. threatened, and under attack. So that's the uh, uh, more reasons why I'm running for president. And there won't be anybody well, like. Me just want to say there won't be another candidate like me after this year it, it won't they nobody is going to be allowed to get on the ballot 2016 there probably won't be any third parties on the ballot this is the year 2012 is the year agree
2: that's pretty incredible that's
0: pretty good because i think she might be right that they'll they'll make it way harder for somebody to run
2: yeah well uh so that's
0: there. You have it, you guys. And if you agree with Roseanne, uh, vote for her. You can go to RoseanneWorld.com and check out her stances if you want to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love her tenacity. I love her braveness. I love that she's doing she's this. She also has um,
2: Roseanne for President twenty twelve dot org. Pretty interesting stuff. It is a unique, um, you know, candidate. Unique position to get it and she did it man she's on mm-hmm. the ballot she is we mistakenly say uh, a couple times uh, here in the in the and some other recordings that she was green party you thought yeah she was, sorry that was a mistake but she's peace and freedom party right so there are the in the on the i think on the uh ballot there was green republican libertarian peace and freedom democratic i think those are all of them that were on the ballot um so we discussed this afterwards. You had this call. We we're like, "Wow, that's pretty incredible." And uh, we decided. I mean, how do you decipher put information like this? Well, who do you talk to to really get guidance in in your life? Well, who
0: do you decide on? You know, who to vote for? I, I go to my elders. I go to my my father.
2: Yeah, because he uh, knows
0: what the fuck is up. My dad's lived through a lot of stuff.
2: Dad's knows what. Dad's knows what. You're the only dad I ever know. They
0: knows what to do. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, we asked our dads.
2: We asked our dads to uh, to weigh in um, and and tell us what they thought. Um, And we uh, we got we got real into it, man. Like our dads didn't pull any punches, right?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, in the line of uh, of honoring people that speak their minds, our dads are not a couple of dads that hold back.
2: Very, very direct They're
0: going to say what the fuck they want, when they want
2: So, first up um, We got Top Dog um, (laughs) Sharing some of his views Mm. And um, Well, you know what that means Hey buddy, it's Top Dog
5: Hey buddy, it's Top Dog Hey buddy, it's Top Dog (laughs) You need to wipe down Top Dog.
2: Now, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you guys know Top Dog. He's old school. He's Marine, conservative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We get right into it, man. Um, Here's what he had to say.
5: Hello? Hello. Hey. Hey, hey buddy. Hey, buddy. How are you? Doing pretty good. What's up, bro? Well, we we got the uh, official... Green Party candidate did the interview. Oh, That's right, fucked yeah.
6: Fucked up. You told peace me Peace and
0: Freedom. Party. Sorry.
5: Um, what, what party candidate? About? The Green Party candidate? Ah, Peace oh, and yeah.
0: Freedom. I know. Shit.
5: Uh, who's Roseanne Barr. Remember the over. television star of this comedian? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can't stand her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, really? Why? Oh, jeez. Oh, I just think. I mean, she's so obnoxious.
6: <laughs> you know,
5: yeah, she, I mean, she is, you know, and her positions are not supported by research They're just, oh, Jesus, Talk you know, she, she, the basis for her opinions is just by being loud.
0: <laughs> What's Again, you know, you know what? He's a patriarchy. Like, that's why. Top dog. Oh yeah. This is patriarchal nonsense.
2: Oh yeah, this is good. All right.
5: <laughs> you know, a hurricane is, is there and you have to deal with it. It's like her. What oh, she's right. Oh, because she's like a hurricane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh she is. Well oh, tough I mean Jesus. Do you think what are what are her chances of winning this election? What do you think? Okay, I think the chances that the next Olympics will be on Mars are mm-hmm. greater than her winning
0: Wow. The well
5: and that would be the 2016 Olympics or the, the 20... I think that, this, well... I'm glad you clarified, Tommy. To Thank you. For,
6: thanks.
5: So I think so the 2020, 2020 Olympics, yeah. <laughs> I think they'd be greater I, for her to have those on Mars than her to win the, the election. You
0: guys are knocking my candidate yeah. here.
5: She did have a good show, though. I like her show a lot. Did you like
1: her show? No. <laughs>
6: What:
5: You know, <laughs> I don't like in. most liberal shows.
1: It's not really that's
2: a liberal a, a show., sitcom. No, but that's Top Dog,
5: man.: The one I do this actually like this is, hilarious. is uh, right believe it or not, is Ellen DeGeneres: <laughs>
0: what? Not liberal. Yeah, that's
5: a talk show though. I know I like
2: her show. He loves Ellen.
5: What do you think in general? Of-
2: Can you process that for? A no,
0: second? I know. He goes. I don't like liberal, and then Ellen, who's like Ellen, who's the biggest lesbian liberal on the planet. He's like I like Ellen. <laughs> he likes Ellen. Mm-hmm. You know why though? Because Ellen's not loud and in your face, and Roseanne is loud and in your face, right? And he doesn't like because it it's not
2: ladylike. It's now I major. think Roseanne would be like, oh, he doesn't like. Abroad it talks, but bro- she doesn't know who he's married to. <laughs> he he does not like a Right. right. <laughs> that talks.
5: All right. Right. Well, you know, they have this 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 unrealistic view of the world. They don't understand that everything in life has to be paid for by somebody. And this theory is we'll just get the rich to pay for it. Well, when you run out of rich <laughs> Then how are you gonna do it so I yeah. think that I think that they confuse good intentions with reality, and the reality is there's not enough money to go around
0: what are there a shortage yeah. of rich people now? Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a shortage of the wealthy
2: uh well, yeah, he's saying that that's the the problem with like um like left leaning economic policies right is that no, they're always are saying, you know, they're always adding things to, to pay for it. There's a spending problem. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: but then, you know, just charge it to Richie. Charge it to, to the man.
2: That's what he's. That's what he's saying. Take is take down Whitey.
0: That, that's what I'm saying. I I, I like that but policy.
2: But that but that <clears throat> okay. That's that's a good policy. But wh- where's the
6: money come to come
0: from? Man. The man. Look, the man's got all the money. <laughs> you sound like <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. What? The, Roseanne's right. The you know the man's got all the money, and we got to take down the man.
5: You should be her
2: spokes.
0: I am. I am. Now, Orange
3: man.
5: Do you? What is your position on the two? Let's say favored candidates. Realistic possible winners, Romney and Obama. What do you think of Mitt Romney as a candidate? Well, you know, I think I, I'm voting for Romney. Can you
2: believe that? I can't believe can you it. believe that? I love him so much. I know. And the only reason that, like, it's hard for me to, <laughs> to process this. Yeah. But I go, uh, the only reason actually that I can deal with him saying that is because he is well-informed and intelligent and chooses to do that. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. He actually is choosing that knowing everything.
0: Yeah. Well, your father is not a, a, a dobie guy. Yeah? He's an intelligent man. Yeah, he's yeah. He's a conservative. Listen. listen, he's he was in the Marines. He's just a conservative guy. I know. That's I know. his values.
2: I still love him. Of but course. It's, of course it's, I still love him. It's hard. It's hard to hear.
5: But, you know, he reminds me of a computer-generated candidate. I mean, he's like the best-looking presidential candidate in modern time. You know, I mean, he he doesn't have any physical flaws. He he's almost so. You, you, if you if you told a computer to design a candidate, it would be it would spit out, it would spit out Romney. Seriously, it would. He reminds me. Um, you know, I I expect to vote? go to Toys R Us. And in the Barbie section, find Mitt Romney in a Barbie case, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good, that's sure He looks kind of like, actually, like Ken. Yeah. What do he you think, why, why are you going to vote for him, then? Because he is the candidate that is going to address our problems with the fact that Obama has put on $4 trillion of new debt. And his solution is, well, if we just tax the rich, two hundred and fifty and up, we'll solve that problem. No, you don't. If you tax two hundred and fifty and up, you're still going to have a trillion dollar deficit. So, I think he's, you know, he just hasn't dealt with reality. And the truth of the matter is, if you look the last four years, you know, he passed Obamacare, which I don't think is going to work. And so we basically hit. No, I don't. And. So we had four years of basically press conferences. Now the guy's a great speaker. You know he'll probably, after he leaves office, you know, start his own teleprompter company. Okay, because the guy is great with a teleprompter. He
2: is. I do think Obamacare is going to work. I have faith in it. I hope it works.
0: I hope it works too. I'm all, I'm I'm kind of about it. I I like it so far.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm, I mean- I'm just saying. I hope. I mean, you know. Kind of early to say whether it's going to be a success or failure, obviously, but I do hope it works I love yeah the um the I- idea behind the universal health care plan i always feel i feel like health care is something personally that should be provided to people, whether or not they have money or not
0: well i mean we're one of the wealthiest countries in the world, we should have health care yeah, it's bananas that we don't I know it's
5: hard' a Glib public speaker, but behind all the speeches and stuff, he really hasn't done anything.
2: I disagree with that. He blame that.
5: blames the Republicans. It's interesting how he blames the Republicans for everything that went wrong, yet he takes credit for the 4 million new jobs. So he's a candidate. That's, um, every That's every politician, though. That's not well, him. of course they do that. <laughs> right, but
2: that's some pointing that out to him that, like, He's saying that, like, Obama, like, but that's what all, all politicians
5: have played the spin game. That's what it's all yeah. about. But the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, we really haven't done that well uh, the last four years. You know, still too many people don't have jobs. Yeah, but, I mean, he did inherit quite a problem when he got office. Well, of course he did, yeah. Listen, he inherited a big problem. He inherited a big problem. And the one thing he did, he actually did two things that I like. Here we go. I was in favor of the auto bailout, and it worked. And the Republicans, you know, I'm a Republican, but my Republican friends forget, most Americans forget this because they're not in tune politically like I am. We bailed out Lockheed Aircraft in
6: 1974.
5: Oh. Yeah, $250 bucks. We forgot about that. Okay. The Republicans were all in favor of that. And he killed Osama bin Laden. Okay.
2: So, Those are the two things top, top Dog <laughs> signs off on. So,
5: <laughs> we have this um, Measure B.
2: Oh, that's when I get into Measure B, but that was whatever. Um,
0: well, listen, we can't judge Top Dog. No. He loved, he likes who he likes.
2: You and you know what? You can't
0: judge anybody for their political leanings. And here's the other it's,
2: thing, it's, too. It's you can't silly. sway that man. I've no. had, But can I tell you the thing that's the most upsetting to me hmm. is... Um, this was I, you know, I, I'm I'm cool and under control, and but I've had conversations with him where I get like fired up about this type of shit. Mm. You don't even get; he doesn't even raise his voice. Like you don't, you're not gonna sway him. You're not gonna change his mind. Mm-hmm. But you're also not gonna get like a. He's not gonna get like passionate. You argu- can't handle the it. truth. Nah, he does, yeah, he's he, not gonna do he that. He stays totally chill. Like he's in a bunker and there's um, fire coming. And
0: the up. Viet Cong are all yeah, over he Charlie's. Sta- he at him. stays
2: in control. <laughs> he doesn't like. I get like, what the fuck? He does not do any of that.
0: Because your father has actually very cogent thoughts. He yeah. has the stuff thought out. This yeah. is this is
2: his this is theory thinks, and man. how he
0: likes his world to be.
2: Yep. Well, let's. And um,
0: the Viet Cong can't uh, change that.
2: You're not going to change that. Now, after I called my dad. Well, Christina, you called I called my your dad
0: because I thought, you know what we haven't had my dad on the show in a while, and my father and I have been discussing the debates every time they air, and he's so opinionated mm-hmm. that I thought, what a wonderful <clears throat> way to round out uh, this this uh, this discussion. yeah, and so let's get into it. I called him tonight, and this is what he had to say. This is what he had to say.
7: What do you think of Roseanne uh, running for president?
4: I don't know. I haven't seen her for years. I don't know. <laughs> she's, I, she's just as good or bad as the other ones. Maybe a little crazy or at least she, she, she <laughs> speaks whatever she feels. But yeah. uh, the other to want to say whatever you want to hear. She, I, th- I, I watched her once in um, some kind of a show where she was uh, talking about that. And you know her. She's she's saying things that um, people know it's true, but it's yeah. still too crazy for a for a country.
2: Well, look at your dad there. He's, look at he's giving him. her the props of <laughs> saying what's true.
0: saying what, And he says that America is not ready to hear it. And that's yeah. I agree with him on that, yeah.
2: Yeah. He's right.
7: It, yeah, because nobody wants to admit to it and stuff. Yeah. So, what do you think about
4: Romney? That piece of Romney, shit. Romney, I told you, I I sent you some messages, He's a he's just a like a car salesman, like a really, yeah. and he really he's pretty smart actually, meaning meaning that um, he's got brains, but still, I think that uh, he's an arrogant asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care. Yeah. At the, at the third debate he was he was uh tried to be a nice guy and all this bullshit. But he's an arrogant asshole.
6: <laughs> okay,
2: first of all don't you love it? I love it so much. Yeah. And here's this is goes back to what I loved about Roseanne yeah. in that interview when she said it's bullshit because mm-hmm. it is bullshit. That's why you think it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Your dad is a straight shooter. Always mm-hmm. has been. And he just—he always said, and I almost feel like you see this more in foreign foreigners have less of that American like oh I just veil want to please, of normalcy. Yeah, yes. he's just like that's fucking that's fucking stupid, right? And yeah. everybody, give me a fucking break. You see Mitt Romney? That guy is a fucking car salesman. He is an he's arrogant. The worst. He's an he has that shit-eating bullshit grin. <laughs>
6: Yeah, and grins he is totally shitting and grin. He totally
2: does. And it's the kind of grin that you do see there at a car salesman mm-hmm. shop. And, and you're like, mm-hmm. and your dad's the kind of guy who's like me, where when you see that, you go, ah, fucking, I hate, I this, hate guy. this
0: guy. I hate this guy. Yeah. And that's
2: exactly what your dad feels yeah. when he sees him.
0: Well, you know why my dad fucking escaped from communist Hungary to come to this country? And he loves America. First of all, we're American. We all became naturalized yeah, in yeah. 1994. So we are American. We can vote. And he has no tolerance for bullshit because sure. the Hungarians, in general, don't fuck around. I mean, you just tell people what's up. I think
2: Roseanne might be the candidate for.
0: I him. think Rosanna and my dad should get married. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, very cheap. I, I, he, he has no idea what's really going on in a world event. He went to Europe, and made an asshole out of himself. He's <laughs> it's, it's a no. It's, it's just nothing, nothing. The uh, guy is is absolutely. I think that. If you want another Bush era, then we're gonna we're gonna get him to be a president. It's the same way. it's terrible. It makes me sick. this yeah. I <laughs>
7: also I so think angry. That he's uh, I think that he's so far removed from reality. You know, he grew up so privileged and he has so much money. It's like he doesn't even know what the fuck is really going on. Like, would you even trust him to be
4: your president? It's not even. Even if he, he wasn't, uh, he, he didn't grow up rich, uh, still, I mean, he maybe even saw more of the world than than we did or know more about things than we do, but still he's an arrogant fucking idiot. I, I don't like his style, the way he, uh, he talked to the president the first time. Or the second time, yes. except the second time Obama didn't let him get away with it and uh i i i just the guy totally reminds me for a salesman when you walk into a, some cheap fucking Toyota dealer or something, and uh these are the guys standing there he's the he's the uh sales manager. <laughs>
6: sales manager
2: you know of,
0: that's what i love is the that, sales right. manager
2: is a step below the gm <laughs> he's the guy who's just in charge of the sales
0: <laughs> <laughs> my father yeah it's so funny that he yeah. specifically made the guy a sales manager i love so that so funny.
2: much
7: salesman of the car lot he totally is like okay, a used car lot though right it's like oh, a really great. shitty used car lot like he's yeah. so greasy and slimy, yeah. everything!
4: His cut, his shirt, his he's tried to be chum chum, and he rolls up his <laughs> sleeves. And then sometimes he's uh. he jeans on, so he shows that. Oh yeah, he's he's like an everyday guy. He's, he's he has jeans on now.
6: has <laughs> jeans on. Uh, <laughs> he
2: has jeans on. And then you laugh right there. <laughs> it's just. Uh, and now
4: he's heavy guy. He's, he's he has jeans on now, and uh, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Uh, the fucking guy is just really <laughs> more like a creepy guy, I think. <laughs> creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> I don't. I don't hear any any um, honest sentence out of his mouth.
2: I'm loving this man. Right, At
7: like you said, at uh, least for Van, is honest. She says what she feels.
4: Yeah. At least he could say that. You know, I I realize that for for. Uh, they never talk about bush number one that's an absolute no-no right
7: right of course i
4: like obama i like michelle i like those girls i think that he's um is a normal down-to-earth guy i was expecting actually that he would make uh, a lot of mistakes in that four yeah. years that he didn't make any mistakes I, one thing bothers me and that's what the, the only the only thing I heard from Romney and in those debates that uh, kind of made me think that about Obamacare. I don't know what the fuck is that Obamacare. Do you know?
7: Um, no, not specifically. No, I mean I
4: couldn't it tell you. Never. I I don't know what it is, and I believe me, I read. I have no idea what the fuck is this Obamacare, and why did they spend two years on it instead?
1: But you know what it is, right?
0: I mean, I have a vague. I can't tell you specifics. I can't tell you what the fuck it really what what it specifically entails.
2: Well, I mean, it entails a lot, but it's it's essentially going to get uninsured Uninsured people people insured, and then right, I get that you can't be turned away if you have a a, a, pre-existing
0: conditions. Right, I get that, but I'm saying that I don't know the ins and outs of it. Like, if someone were to quiz me on it.
2: Well, no, I mean, really? Yeah. You don't, you that, don't know that what's I, in code 257, right. chapter 4? No, right, I, I consider
0: that knowledge, But you don't Tom. understand that,
2: that that's, it's about yes. it's universal but, healthcare. care.
0: But what I, okay, so I do. Uh My dad just rambles on about it, but I don't get to hear it. But um there you go, two different opposing yeah. views from two different dads. Two different dads. My two dads. My two dads and Roseanne. Everybody has different uh, opinions, and that's the beauty of this country.
2: We can't drop a top dog segment (laughs) on you, have it be all about politics.
0: Meow, 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 meow. You feel
2: like that's all you're going to give us? That's the top dog that we... What about the guy that we grew to love? What happened to that guy? Well, he's still here, guys.
5: Well cool. I am um, see you know I'm in the new, the new place now, right you're in a new place yeah you got a nice you know I got big news about this place what I took my first dump here today oh oh what a moment <laughs> God you know there are certain there are certain times when you remember the first the first you know we all kind of remember the first a lot of things but i i I do remember some of my first dumps when I go to a new place by the way, I wanted to ask you. I thought of this today at work. I went into our our, our bathroom at work today, and it's a two stall, two different stalls. Do you think most people have their favorite stall when they have a choice? Mm. 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 If it it is a free. Can you you do that again?
6: Hmm. 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 It's interesting.
5: Like a a place that you go to regularly? Right, right. I think it happens subconsciously. I don't even yeah. think you even
0: think about it. Can it I? May happens. I weigh in on the issue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's a subconscious choice. I,
2: I think that, like, if, if, you go, if you work in a building, you work in an office. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? I, I think you don't even you don't go like I like this stall more. You just end up going to that same stall all the time. Mm. If you have multiple stalls, you don't hmm. think so?
0: Negative. I I actually here's what I base my decision on uh-huh. in every public stall because I heard somewhere that the first stall. Is the least used because everybody assumes that the first one is the most used, and therefore nobody uses it.
2: I'm fascinated by this.
6: (laughs) Hmm. So
0: I use the first stall because it's the most unused, and therefore the less bacteria on it. That's my theory.
2: Hmm. Okay. So yours is vote on that. Yours is very thought out. I think. uh, I think for me, it happens a little more organically, natural. Yeah. Okay.
5: I'm just drawn to a certain stall. Yeah, I go to the left one. Here's the other thing which I do:
6: Hmm.
5: when I go to airports and places like that, I always go into the handicap stall. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Now, first of all, because it's more spacious. Well, there's more space, you know, particularly when you really have. So they usually have a wash sink in the handicap stall. So if you're sitting in the handicap stall and you got a sloppy Joe. you got a little splatter on the old cheeks. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is take get some of that paper, and you kind of get up and you kind of waddle over to the sink, to put a little water on there, because you got to start cleaning that stuff off. <laughs> if you're didn't in you get one of on your cheeks the other day? Huh? Didn't you get some on your cheeks the other day? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay, but I was in a two-staller, you know, and I didn't have, you know, I couldn't. But I, that's why I like handicap stalls because you can What did you do What did you do when you were in regular stone? I spit on the toilet paper and uh, I use that to kind uh, of wipe it off. What?
0: <laughs> what? I, did I just not fucking that didn't register properly. I, did I just hear that? I don't know what's more horrifying, the Clorox wipes or that he just admitted that he spits on the sweat, or that he likes Mitt Romney. I'm not sure what's the most horrifying part of this That's whole the podcast. Truth. Oh, that is the truth, God. man. What Todd dog? What is going on?
5: Oh, shit, yeah, oh man. He spit on the toilet paper, oh. and I use that to kind of wipe it off
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay right. I mean, yeah that's what i that's what
5: I do. I go spit on it, and that kind of just you know gives me a little like water to kind of
6: right
5: wipe. you also Keep told on. me you had a breakthrough like almost like a medical journal breakthrough the other day about um. <laughs> about pimples
6: on
5: oh, the butt. God. Oh, crazy. This is, Yeah, I, we all, you know, you've had, you we've all had guys get, I don't know if women get this shit. They have such small shit, they probably don't. But guys, you get pimples on your butt. <laughs> Ever since I switched to countertop wipes, Ugh. and,
6: and I'll take,
5: countertop wipes. I, I take a countertop wipe, and I kind of just mm. wipe the cheek, each cheek clean, kills everything mm. on the butt. I, I, don't, I don't get pimples on my butt anymore.
0: You know why? You know why he doesn't get pimples on his butt after using a Clorox wipe? Why? Because he he's burned the layer of epidermis off.
2: Right with ammonia.
0: With ammonia, (laughs) that can get acne on it. That's healthy, right? Totally good.
2: You should also use like ammonia on your face to clean (laughs) it (laughs) every day.
0: wipes, (laughs) definitely on your genitals. I'm going to start using them on my my jani.
2: Yeah, you should. I'm going to start on my penis eyes. I'm going to put ammonia on it. Kitty.
0: Wait, wait. Can I ask something though? I'm sorry. One mm-hmm. moment. I'm still stuck on him spitting on the toilet paper. Yeah. Now he's in the handicap stall. No,
2: not in the handicap. stall.
0: Okay, so he he can't go out and put water on because the... because his pants are around I his ankles. I Okay. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm clear.
5: Do you, do you think you should let maybe the medical association know about that? Like, let that world know about well, it. Well, I it's think I think so. You know, I mean, let's face it. Let's you face know? It. I it. Mean, It'll be like pictures on the butt. Plus, plus the fact, you know, I, I'm not one of these guys that you lays out the toilet paper on it when you're in an airport or something like that. Man, I when I got to go, I sit down immediately. You know Who cares if it's on the seat, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. but Now, let me ask this real quick.
2: All right. Um, we're going to wrap this up, actually. This has been... Uh, There's no more? There is more. Okay. Anybody, all right. Are we to play it? Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, shit. Why not?
5: Two quick questions.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: First... Game time prediction, who's going to win the election? What do you think? Okay, even though I'm voting for Romney, I think Obama's going to win the election.
2: All right, so there you have it. A conservative guy is giving you the truth right there.
5: All right, you heard it right there. Top dog calls Obama. And, of course, I can't believe we didn't ask this earlier. What if you were president? If top dog were president... Would there be, like, free toilet paper for everybody? Well, I definitely would make countertop wipes. A set, I would make that kind of a requirement in all public government facilities. We industrial strength countertop? Well, of course. Oh, yeah, you got to go with the industrial strength countertop. Kills 99.99% of... He's any- obsessed with his kind I know. Works. Obsessed.
0: Why in just the government buildings?
5: ...leaving out there, okay? I think the only thing that you- doesn't kill is anthrax on contact, okay? Mm-hmm. And I would you, put uh, them in all... Make them requirement in all... Go- you can't smoke in government buildings. I'd put these in every bathroom, okay? And you would see a mm-hmm. cleaner... Kind of a cleaner... Also cut down... Because people don't always wash their hands. Let's face it. People wash their hands when they see somebody else in the bathroom, mm. but if there's nobody there, most that's of them don't funny. wash their hands.
0: Right. You know, I, I believe that's known as projection in the psychology world, <laughs> where you assume everybody's doing what you're doing, right?
5: Oh, man. No. No, buddy. Well, you know, if you're holding a countertop wipe, your fingers are going to be on that. So that's going to mm. kill the bugs on your fingers. So mm. it's, it's, a, it's a public safety. It'd be my first public safety initiative. You're really championing the countertop wipes. Really. They work. You really believe it. Yeah. <laughs> they work. Let me tell you something. They work. I haven't had a pebble of my butt in months.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, there's some more top dog for you. And um, you know, we don't we don't hide the truth on this show, man. No. Give it to you good. We um, Yeah, you
0: know what today was? Mm. This was the realest episode. This was some real shit. It
2: was. It was really real. And...
0: Um, uh that that was really neat to hear everybody's... Because politics is very personal. It is personal. It's like religion. I, I don't often share my political views in public. Cause I I don't, I don't think it's anybody's business, really.
2: As I know. But we gave you...
0: But we did it today because we felt it was a timely thing. And uh, there you go. Maybe we learned something today.
2: It was pretty awesome that we got to... You had a, a real presidential candidate on. Yes. And uh, we hope whoever you vote for, that you always keep your mommies in mind. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, we gave you this, this episode, like I said, as a bonus, and we have a new episode, uh, coming out in two days, come back on Wednesday, and we'll have a brand new episode, and just to give you a hint, oh my God, you guys. of who is gonna be on Wednesday, well, just see if this sounds familiar.
5: Yeah, you guys must have sent out a tweet or something, because... I've had, all, I've had about a hundred guys from uh, people that have listened to your podcast and they're like, do, do mom's house, do mom's house, do mom's house.
2: Um, What does that sound like? Does it sound like, I don't know.
1: The Brace Philosophy.
6: <laughs> the Brace
1: Philosophy. The Brace Philosophy. The Brace Philosophy. The Brace Philosophy.
2: How excited I, are you?
0: I, you guys, I can't wait for you to hear this. We... We got him. He's in the mommy dome.
2: He's in the mommy dome. He's coming to do the show. We already have amazing, amazing interview with this guy. Yes, and it's all because of you guys, man. Um, And we also—I don't know—at this point, the results will be in from the uh, what's it called—the Stitcher Awards voting.
0: Oh, so a lot of you
2: guys have been tweeting us every day. I voted. I voted. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but it's very. Cool, uh, that you that you did.
0: It is. You know what it shows, mommy power. And I've with enough even... mommies, we got brace. We got nominated for Stitcher, and who knows what we'll do in the future with you
2: guys. That's a great way of putting it. Um, yo, we love you guys, and um, like I said, new episode this Wednesday with Brace, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, thanks for listening today. And we'll see you guys. We'll be back here in a couple days. Thanks, mommies. We love you.
5: Hey, this is Brace, and you're, you're listening to your mom's house. And uh, I can wear my jeans as high and as tight as I fucking want to. And if you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> that
7: was amazing. <laughs>
6: Thanks, man. Don't get too ah! close because your mic is shot. <laughs> Frontier
5: Frontier 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 Frontier
1: Try to answer to the master or the MC rap artist No joke on the lyrics, sorry to be modest I knew I was the man with the master plan To make you wiggle and jiggle like gelatin like Just think while I sink, until the brain structure sure. Sleep on the edge. you see something might rupture It don't take time for me to blow your mind Take a second to wreck it because you're dumb and blind So just lounge,
6: cause
1: an MC But on the circus You be in in town Joking chaos. chaos, no mass confusion I'm so hypnotizing, on the cause and illusion Like a magician, he pulls a rabbit out of hat, son. I'm pulling more like a 44 mag. The lipsy priest, stop looking, listen, and try to imagine. He's traveling the speed of light, but everything's motion is frightening. Plus I thought you were alone you now into dimension Called the Twilight Zone You're terrified. terrified Plus you can't bear the thought You and I one-on-one In the land of the lost You start to shiver But then you scream, my friend you wake up monthly Because you're dreaming again But next time I'm on the scene Do not try to distance Keep your mouth shut, suck a duck Because I'm strictly
6: business. <laughs>
1: This is the rap season, where the E starts teasing. Girls around the world, no need to be skeezing. When I roll, I stroll. cool, always pack a tube, Just in case, just in case My brother acts a fool, I got the energy To put the girls in the frenzy, put in shock when I rock, him. enough I'm not
2: stingy Make sure I don't bore when I'm on the dance floor Get busy, Get boys busy boy. Like you never saw before Ron
6: Flow, good to go After the show, I put your whole boy Ron Flow, good to go After the show, I put your whole boy
2: and flow. good to go i done the show I'll put your whole boy in. flow. good to go I've the
6: show I'll put your whole boy in.